Good morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the Untapped community and the world of beer. This episode is brought to you by Untapped and the Untapped store. Use the coupon code podcast and you'll get 20% off of anything you buy at store.untapped.com. That could be a vessel to hold your beer or a shirt to cover you up while you're drinking your beer. 20% off makes everything better. And a quick note, at the time that we're recording this, we have not reached our YouTube-like goals. And that means no new glasses for Harrison. We're still going to share them. But you guys are amazing, and we love to see everyone interacting with us on the show there, leaving comments. So make sure to like and subscribe where you usually like and subscribe to things. And uh, let's get started with the show. Wonderful. Thank you, John. So when I was a kid, I was a big fan of Indiana Jones, Dr. Jones. I mean, I still am. But when I grew up, I wanted to be like him, traveling the world, discovering new things, having exciting adventures. However, it was not to be. Or so I thought. Thanks to the crazy growth of the craft beer internationally, right now I can indeed have exciting adventures and discover new things from across the world, right from the comfort of my own home. Through beer, of course! And while I still may never get to pull a golden monkey off a pedestal just in the nick of time in an ancient temple before a giant ball almost crushes me, <laughs> the reward that uh, awaits this badge hunter is much less stressful. It's the beer connoisseur badge. So today, John and I are going to be focusing on this jet-setting badge, how we are doing, progressing through it, and share with you guys how you can level it up yourselves, all while riding that magical flavor train to Japan. Thanks to Hitachino Nest Espresso Stout by Kiyochi Brewery. So keep your whip on the wall and your hat on the hook. Instead, grab your pint glass and a bottle opener, and join us as we go adventure and find new cool beers in the Beer Connoisseur Badge. John, take we, it away. We, we <laughs> named the dog Indiana. That's right. I almost uh, said some great <laughs> quote after that. Uh, named after the dog. Man, huh. that's such a great, uh, great reminder of how old I am or how great things used to be when there were VCR tapes to watch that's movies it. on. Uh, the Badge. We're featuring, after that great intro, uh, is the Beer Connoisseur. This is something that we asked our Facebook group to vote on. What what badges should we feature? Uh, Two episodes ago, we did New Brew Thursday. And last episode, of course, we covered I'll Be Bach, thanks to Travis's challenge and my love for Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this episode, it is second place in our most recent poll, the Beer Connoisseur. Which, maybe it's only me, but that's always harder for me to spell. So we don't have to do any spelling today. We're just drinking and talking. And the description of this badge, when you unlock it, is kind of cryptic. It just says, travel much? You must be a brew setter. Drink five beers from five different countries to level up. Okay, I guess that's not very cryptic. It gives you the hint right there. Drink five beers from five different countries. But this badge gets more difficult to level up. As you move forward, you just need to keep consuming all the countries. <laughs> Have you had a beer from Canada? Great. 
no more count. It's time to move on to Argentina or Ecuador or here's a quick did you know Iran makes a beer. It's non-alcoholic. Thanks for the tip, Frederick. But the goal of this badge is to kind of keep celebrating beers from all over. It becomes exceedingly difficult to source beers from these countries to keep leveling this badge up. In fact, I'll wager my flannel, well-traveled shirt mm. that it is mathematically impossible to max <laughs> this badge out until we get more countries anyway. Yeah. But the best part about this badge that Harrison actually showed me is it kind of keeps track of all the countries you've drank. It's like a beer passport. Yeah. So if you open up Untapped on your mobile and you find this badge, you'll be able to see all the countries you've drank beer from. And Untapped will actually keep track of how many beers from each country. So before Harrison and I spill the beans, let's see if he was able to find a beer that's going to help me level up this badge. Yes, and we'll talk more about that. But I, I, I hope I did. I mean, we'll see. I don't think it's going to help me out. But um, it doesn't matter. It's a beer I, I want to drink. Um, and that's the best kind. Right. will certainly be an adventure in and of itself. So today... We're going to be enjoying Hitachino Nest Espresso Stout from Kyochi Brewery. They're about located about 80 miles north of Tokyo in Japan, as John is showing it off uh, for all our YouTube viewers out there. Love all their logos, that cool little owl. I'm clearly a fan of owl things. Um, but, uh, but so this is a coffee stout coming in at 7%, has about 36 IBUs. On untapped, carries a 3.73 out of 5 rating. Uh, and from the brewer themselves, they say this espresso stout is brewed using well-roasted espresso beans. The recipe is based on the imperial stout rubbed by the, loved by the Russian emperor. Please enjoy the balance of its rich taste and coffee flavor. And some notes on the actual recipes. So hops in here are Chinook and uh, East Kent Golding in the malt pale, some crystal black malts, chocolate malt on the specialty side, and they have roasted barley in here as well as the coffee beans. So a couple different ways to approach the roast, which I am curious to right, sit back and uh, enjoy as John already has grabbed that first sip. So what are we, what are we working with here, John? What's happening? I'll tell you what, man. This is not a poolside beer. <laughs> um, we talked about uh, in the last episode we featured our verified venue was a, a, a coffee shop. True. And this beer does it. So I don't I don't know how to tiptoe around this, but I guess I don't think of Japan when I think of a coffee stout. Right. But outside of that, this is just like it's it's a really bitter. Dark chocolate, mm. not a bitter beer, but like bitter dark chocolate. Yes, it just kind Sweet. of fades into the like some of some of that beautiful coffee stout flavor that you hopefully already love by now. Um, mm. It's warm, it's subtle in Ooh. in its in its bitterness, but it finishes really clean. And it I don't I, I'm like I'm thinking of coffee while I'm drinking this beer. Perhaps you can shed yes. more light onto some of the flavors you're getting out of it, Harrison. Oh, it's like bittersweet dark chocolate kind of, right? That coffee. Ooh. 
it almost has an iced coffee finish or like a, if you've ever been fortunate yes. enough to have like a, what is it? Like an iced coffee, like blended ice, what are they, like freeze or something like a, I don't know who does blendy it. Blendy ice freeze. Yeah, blendy ice. But like, uh, like the coffee, like when the, I don't remember who does it, Dairy Queen maybe, where they do like the coffee and they blend it in ice and it's like a slushy, a coffee slushy. Ooh. I don't know. This is hitting like a very specific iced coffee note from summer's past. Ooh. It's got the smoothness of an Ooh. iced coffee. Like I say bitter. Right. Like. You know, uh-huh. anyone that lives in America knows exactly what milk chocolate is. Yeah. And the rest of you fortunate people <laughs> that live in a world where chocolate has flavor, you get that like dark chocolate and it's still sweet and delicious, but there's just this subtle bitterness that almost sings throughout the whole taste of this beer. Yeah. This is, I don't, no, no shade intended, but this is better than I thought it was going to be for a coffee stout that's commonly available at every sushi restaurant in America. Right. And really like all over the place. I mean, the check-ins on this beer specifically, if you jump on Untap, is more than 46,000 total check-ins of this beer alone and is one of their top most checked into beers with the white, I believe, being number one. Uh, the beer they're really well known for. But this is one you hear people talk about a lot, and I never had it. And so, right, it was kind of beer connoisseur. Let's have something from a place we haven't enjoyed yet on the podcast at at all. Um, so mission accomplished there. I never had a, a brewery from Japan represented. And then also a beer I just wanted to to have. That Right, like you see it a lot, and you're like, ah. For, for me, I don't know, like, I'm I'm rarely in the mood for a coffee stout, if I'm honest. And then every time I have one, I'm like, that's right. It's not because I don't like them. It's because I know I would love this and be like, I will have another. <laughs> and then you get to the point where it it's It makes like, me want a pancake. Right. I feel like I'm right. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Right. It's like now I'm at a diner and it's one in the morning and I'm thinking about how to get, you know, not go to work the next day. So I know where this goes. <laughs> I know where this road leads me or has in the past. <laughs> Um, and perhaps I'm just trying to be wise, but glad I, I, I took this road this evening with you. Cause this is, it's got amazing lacing. Like it's opening up really well. It's like becoming more as it warms up a little bit. Like it still starts out as that like very noticeable dark chocolate bite where there's a nice bitterness to it, but that like iced coffee finish for lack of a better term, it's like sitting there making me want to just chug this thing. Cause it's so refreshing which is rare with a, a coffee stout. It almost always they are like, at least in my experience. And again, it's it's not my it's not my bag, but like it's it is like ooh that was bitter. Or like I'm going to slow down on this because it's a lot to go through. There's a lot happening here, but it makes me want to drink more of it as I with each sip. So that's that's good. Yep. And you keep saying like iced coffee, mm. and I know that there's at least one person who's more into coffee than I am listening to this show. But when I think of like iced coffee or specifically cold brew coffee, it's almost a good comparison to like to beer where you have hot brew coffee, which would be an ale, tastes great. And then you have cold brew coffee, which would be more like a lager. And it's just like, it's, it's got flavor, but it's just so crisp and smooth. There's a similarity there that, that should be a whole episode, but that'll be next season. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. 
Now, oh, now we're talking about coffee. Quick shout out to everyone in the Facebook group that's been putting weird things into French presses yes. and making their beer taste a hell of a lot different. It looks like a lot of fun. Harrison and I talked about that forever ago on this podcast, right. and I almost feel like we should do it again. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. Yeah, we did, yeah, we did it at the, the untapped anniversary party, too. We did some French. I think that was when we did the French presses at, or right, or the first. No, yeah, with the, an ice cream beer or right, something. Okay. Yep. It was, uh, it, was a, it was towards the end of that show. I was feeling it. Memories. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the French press, yeah, good stuff. I love that Facebook group. There's always someone doing something, bringing up an old podcast, and um, or trying something totally new and off the wall, introducing us to something really cool. So keep it going, guys. And if you're not in there and you want to, everyone can join. It's an open Facebook group. Um, go find us. Go hang out and show us what you're drinking. Yeah, but um, don't join just to pitch your free college entrance exams and masters. Of- <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No limited time offers. None of that stuff. Um, we're we're just talking about beer and all the fun stuff Untapped uh, has around it. Speaking of which, badges are one of those things. So let's dive a little bit more into this badge, which is it's super unique. As as John said at the top, it's like. It works like a lot of other badges. You do something on untapped, it unlocks part of this badge, but also it's got like a widget function. Like it's a it's like keeping track yes. of what's going on. Like there's it's it's a multi-dimensional badge. It's a it's a Swiss Army knife of a badge. There's again, it, it's very unlike most untapped badges. And and I feel like a lot of people don't know that that your beer connoisseur badge is doing some work in the background all the time. If you're not leveling up with the beers you're drinking, it's still tracking how many beers you've had from all the countries uh, that you've had beers from, which is really cool. It was one of the coolest things. I, it's not often I learn something new. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> usually, usually I learn new things on my own because I never sleep and I'm obsessive over them. Right. And when we were talking about this episode and this badge, which is, if anything, just impossible to level up. Yes. It's, and when you talk about badges on Untapped, it's how do I max it out? I have to drink, a, you know, a bajillion IPAs, whatever. I'm up for it. I'll yeah. drink them all. And this badge makes it really difficult because of the amount of countries. But it has this beautiful feature built into it where if, like I said earlier in the show, you go you pull up your Untapped, look at your profile, click on the badges, find the beer connoisseur badge provided you've already earned it and it's going to have like a ticker on there that'll show you how many beers you've drank from brazil how many beers you've drank from germany united states canada on and on so it's even though the the main game of like leveling up the badges might be impossible for this one it's such a i think it's such a cool feature that you can really keep track of well i'll I'll ask you harrison Globally, this badge has been earned by 1.8 million people yeah. on Untapped. So that's almost 2 million people that use Untapped that have drank at least mm-hmm. one beer from five different countries. Bravo yeah. to all of you for you know kind of thinking outside the box, which is sometimes it's hard to do. Sure. Um, I've had a beer from Japan before, so right. this won't level up the badge for me, but it's still a good beer. Yeah. Um, 
Most of the beers that help people unlock this badge are Heineken, Corona, Guinness, the beers that get checked in the most because they're also sometimes from different countries. But the the fun, the amazing, the good part about this is going back to the badge and, and checking it out. So Harrison, while I've got you on the phone, um, how far along are you on the beer kind of sewer badge or any kind of cool uh, cool bits or fragments you want to share with us? <laughs> yeah, well, my level number is certainly not cool, but um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm a level two right now, about hopefully yeah, four away or so from jumping up to level three. So slowly chipping away, but um, in terms of as we just mentioned, really the other part of this badge, looking at the countries I've enjoyed beers from. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I had a beer from Brazil back in 2016 from a brewery called Seasons Craft Brewery, and it was called Basil Cow. It was like a basil pale ale. Crazy wild beer. I met him at a, at a festival and doing a beer exchange and stuff. Totally forgot about that. But now here I am looking at this beer, this badge, and memories are coming up. But for my top three, United States, I have more than 1,000 beers from here not surprising but then germany and england round out my top three and then japan actually is is number four for me so i'm or sorry belgium and then japan so five but um anyway cracking the top 10 there of countries i've enjoyed a beer from and this is easily my favorite part of this bad is looking back here from time to time and kind of seeing where i've been and where i need to go next it's going to be something i hope i pull up more and more when i go to bottle shops or shopping online and kind of maybe taking a, a hot second to be like, let's let's spend a little bit more time here and see if I can find something, you know, from Norway, because I haven't checked in a beer from Norway yet, something like that. But what about you, John? How are you doing on uh, leveling this up? And and where are you enjoying some, some cool brews from? Dude, this is great. I'm just looking at... So... I am level four on beer connoisseur, which is low because it's out of a hundred. But again, <laughs> that means I've drank a beer from uh, twenty. In my case, twenty-one different nice. countries. That's more countries than I've traveled to. Right. And uh, some of the like going through and looking, the most recent unlock was from Brewery Case in the Netherlands. Ooh. I drank an old caramel stout from them. I picked it up from a local bottle shop. But when I dig through and see like uh, Stiegel's uh, Rattler, yeah, right? That's right. commonly available in the U.S. That'll help you unlock Austria. Hmm. So that's a, a quick little hack. Um, I see Estonia. I know that was from Puales. I'd love yeah. that brewery and their beer. Yeah. Uh, Ireland, obviously, you would think Guinness. For me, it was an O'Hara's Irish Pale. Sure. So it's really cool to go. Even like like India shows up here, Ooh, and nice. I know that's because at one point I was at an Indian restaurant and I ordered a Kingfisher. Kingfisher sure. So it's it's kind of it's something I would have never thought about using Untapped for, but to go back through and like I've I've only had one beer from India, but I've also had a beer from. Technically, India. That's pretty cool because I've never been there. Although right. I would love to eat all of oh. their food and drink whatever beer I could get. That's right. I'm with you there. I know, but this is so cool. It's such a fun badge, and it's right. It does a lot. So if you haven't had, you know, even if you're not 
leveled up very high and don't let that discourage you from checking it out and seeing all the other information you may be able to grab from breweries you, you've enjoyed from countries you may not realize how high you are up in spirit from scotland or germany or wherever and that that'll keep track of it every time you check in automatically love it yep consequentially united states is my my sure country that i've drank the most beers from yeah, that'll be hard to beat in the thousands. It's but you know, again, maybe I don't know. Who, who knows? You have to move. You have to you have to leave your country and move and become a true beer connoisseur. Yeah, and that's the next step, right? We can do that when John and I are moved from van to houseboat to van, back to another houseboat as we travel the world, drinking our way across it. That'll be fun. Stay tuned. The the GoFundMe will launch sometime. Doesn't. Yeah, one of the things I (laughs) dug into before this show was like how many people leveled up or earned this badge in 2019 versus 2020 when when travel kind of was a bad idea. And surprisingly, like the number dipped in 2020, but only by like 10 percent. Right. All things considered, that's pretty cool. It's a it's a testament for how popular beers become or how cool or accessible beer is and distribution and that you can like a lot of the countries that I've drank, I, I purchased those beers right in North Carolina or, you know, yeah. visiting friends in, in Buffalo or something. But sometimes you can, you can upgrade your badge without leaving your zip code. There's probably a tagline in there that mm. I messed up. There is, but again, um, yeah. What about what about leaving your zip code, Harrison? We yes. usually like to talk about uh, a verified venue. Do you have anyone uh, for this episode that you want to highlight? Oh, yeah. So I found a doozy, a really cool spot um, on the other side of the world. And I was just looking at uh, the page for the beer we're enjoying tonight for Hittachino Ness Espresso Stout. Uh, just looking at verified venues, they had it on tap. And the one that popped up right at the top was a place called Smith Street Taps. And when I clicked on it, to my happy surprise, these guys are in Singapore. Um, and so Singapore is one of those beer markets that's like up and coming around the world. Ones that we track all the time. Bangkok is another one. You got Gothenburg, Sweden is always crushing it with check-ins. Oh, great beer right. city. Tokyo does really well all the time. Um there's a lot actually, but Singapore is one that I would speak to a lot of businesses in and, you know, about beer and untapped and all that cool stuff. Um, and they have a lot of breweries in Singapore that some of them are represented on Smith street taps lists, like Brewlander, pink blossoms brewery, that Singapore beer project, Alive brewing, the Nana brewery has only been around for a year. They're actually celebrating their one year anniversary. I think, uh, like right now, but they also have the nice geographic advantage of being close to Australia and New Zealand. So they're getting tons of like pirate life and amazing breweries from the Moondog, from, from those countries as well. And I even right now, as of the recording, they had Hill Farmsteads Florence from 2019 on taps. So these guys are like. It's the best of all worlds. This is you could go That's here, so you could cool. level up beer connoisseur and just like a flight or two <laughs> and be just crushing it from just the variety, whether it be local or or just stuff that John and I can't get our hands on, uh, even if we wanted to. I mean it was really impressive. And it's also it's I mean it's a tiny spot, it's not very big, 
kind of tucked away in an alley. They have a, a sister kind of bodega next door that's now an official McKellar Singapore, actually. It's an official McKellar location, which is really neat. Um, so, And they have a McKellar Run Club that meets there weekly, running, having a beer, probably after, maybe before. Depends how your day is going. But it just it seemed like a lot of cool stuff going on. The pictures were great and untapped. Just people hanging out, having you know a good time, enjoying themselves, enjoying some amazing beer. Also seemed to have a pretty impressive bottle selection. I saw like Jester King and a couple other breweries that, again, I have a hard wow. time finding here um, popping up there. So kudos to you, Mystery Taps. I mean, clearly you're kind of knocking it out of the park on every level um, if and when. Right, John and I's van to houseboat to van tour kicks off. I mean, you know, we're probably spent a week in Singapore or longer and just get lost in the awesome food carts and and beer and, and all that stuff and maybe never return. After seeing this, I kind of sold. Yeah, there's definitely a romantic quote about traveling and living more than people that don't travel. Right. Travel right. is the real spice of life or something. Right. I, but, exactly tra- right. It's a terrible time in the course of our evolution to be pitching travel as a good idea, of course, given the the last 12 months we've all kind of struggled through. But, uh, dude, you bring up so many good points about not just traveling to unlock the beer connoisseur badge, but I could only imagine sitting in Smith Street Taps, drinking a beer and, and meeting somebody that I'd never met before and talking about beer with that person and uh, those those are the moments that I think I miss most over the last year, and hopefully they're back soon. That's right. I know. Um, I'm right there with you, cheering it on. Speaking of best and moments and fun stuff, John, we haven't talked about our, our best beers of the week yet. Let's 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 finish off on that. What did you enjoy since we last spoke? Yeah. So this one is a tip of my hat, which mm. I'm not wearing to you, Harrison. Uh, because, uh, like a great friend, I mean, everybody needs a beer store close by. It's helpful if you have a brewery close by, you can go online, but having a real friend that you can occasionally just, Hey, I picked up a six pack. Here's a couple of beers just makes it so much easier, especially level up your, get your uniques, um, on untapped. So Harrison stopped by and dropped off a beer called spectacle of martyrdom. You already know it's made by Burial um, because of the name. And Burial makes amazing beer. In this particular beer, they worked with a brewery out of Atlanta called Halfway Crooks, and I'd never had them before. But here's a little deep-seated inception. Halfway Crooks is like right next to Atlanta Airport, which is where chicken and beer is, Mm -hmm. which is where Drinking Socially's badge gets unlocked the most. That's amazing. So... Uh, yeah, right. That's a good point. And Atlanta is kind of this crazy beer market that's been taken off. Um, my gosh. I mean, the past couple of years. So not surprising there. And Halfway Crooks are cranking out amazing stuff, as is Burial. So my pleasure, John, to uh, to drop that off um, and share Any, that. Anytime anyone wants to drop off a, a sub 4% beer that I can just like play Minecraft and yeah. drink, I'm my porch is open. <laughs> um, uh, so spectacle of martyrdom from burial best beer of my week easily without a doubt what about you harrison love it that's awesome so for me um my best beer of the week was from hopfly brewing they actually made a beer called fine time that is a marzen which um 
hence the name. Some, a lot of times, first you brew them in March, but they decided to release one in March. And if you don't know, Mars is in Oktoberfest by another name. So um, a beer well that you know, right, yeah. John and I love, um, a lot we love. And so I saw po- them post about this on their social media, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. I'm going to get this as soon as it comes into town. I did. It's like a 4.8%, so lower than you, a lot of traditional Marzins, Amber Lager. And I think in my, my check, and I wrote something like, you know, if Bruno Mars wrote a song called Biscuits and Bread, it would be this beer. It was smooth, it was biscuity, it was bready, but it wasn't overpowering at all. It really, like, it, it blew me away, which is, I would say it a lot, and lagers, obviously, we're biased to lagers. We kind of, that's no surprise. But, yeah, but it's, I think it's, I mean, again, the more I drink beer, the more, I don't know, surprising, enjoying, engaging it is to find a beer that is like celebrating that simplicity and it's wowing you with something you maybe weren't expecting. And this, it was like that, like this biscuity note that it like tasted like someone cooking biscuits in the next room. It was like, it was wild. It was great. It was like I could just like the essence of biscuits were everywhere. Well, it didn't take like wet bread. It was it was biscuits, um, and that's important. And what I was hoped for, especially at a Marzen. So that was really enjoyable to grab it. Know that it was four point eight percent, that I could enjoy a few. I'll probably be heading back for a four pack or more. So keep an eye on my check-ins. You may see even more of them flying through there in the near future. But this was another home run uh, from Hopfly for me. So pumped to see what happens next. Well. Um, it's hard to follow Bruno Mars reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm mainly wondering if there's any Bruno Mars beers I can find mm. on Untapped. Mm. Remember the Mhop? Uh, <laughs> the they actually made a beer. That's something right. about Mhops. But anyways, I uh, I feel like I've traveled the world and I've never left my chair. That's it. Totally false. I, <laughs> I I do never leave my chair, yep. but I basically just. I've learned from the beer connoisseur badge that I basically drink beers from the U.S. and I get lucky every once in a while when I can sprinkle in some beers from different countries. And I love knowing that I can now just pull this, pull my phone out, check out Untapped, see what countries I've been drinking the most, or remember that time I drank a beer from India. If you've got the Moxie, I challenge you to try and level this up. I promise you, it's. It's actually impossible to max it out, but if you're looking for something special or got a couple countries that you can't find yet, the Drinking Socially Facebook group is a great place to go. There's a lot of resources in there where people can tell you about, for instance, Frederick reminding me that they do make a beer in Iran, even though it's non-alcoholic, it'll count towards its badge if you can get it. So follow Harrison and I, Twitter, Instagram, podcast channels, YouTube's great. Subscribe on there and please feel free to engage with us. Uh, Let us know all the things we've said that are wrong. Tell Harrison (laughs) to never cut his hair and make sure you tune in next week to see what's coming around the bend next week, Harrison. That's right, everybody. So grab your wand and your glass slippers, folks. I'm no fairy godmother, but next week, John and I, we're going to do our best as we cover the Your Wish Came True badge. Huzzah! They do every time I get to drink a beer with you, Harrison. Right. But Zing, I'm excited Zing. to see you next week. That's right. Until then, everybody. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers.